This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Friday night. It's the preview show. It's the No Nay Never Podcast. Hello, it's Friday and it's the preview show brought to you by the No Nay Never Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Bromley, and joining me is the headliner, the main man himself, Dave Statman Roberts. Dave, welcome, welcome. Hi, Natalie. Great to be back. And uh, I think we're all glad that the international break's over and get back to some uh, Premier League football. Yes, please. That would be lovely. I'm not a fan of international football, especially when Ashley Barnes does not get called up, which is what we were discussing this week on the main show. Um, This week, we are looking at Brighton and Hove Albion away from home, Saturday the 15th of September at three o'clock, Saturday three o'clock kickoff. Um, But before we move on to looking at that game, Dave, um, we've got a question, a quiz question that we need to give an answer to. Um, Not last week, the week before, the last preview show, we asked him, it was, was that a Liverpool preview show? Yes. We asked you in February 1983, Burnley reached the semi-finals of the League Cup. After losing the first leg 3-0 at Anfield, Burnley won the second leg at Turf Moor by one goal to nil. But who scored the Burnley goal? Dave, what was the answer? To put everyone out of their misery, the correct answer was Derek Scott. So well done to anyone who got that one, Rax. It was quite a few years ago now, although uh, I, I remember the, the time I, I went to Anfield. I saw the defeat at Anfield, but I didn't get uh, taken to the uh, to the second leg and missed that goal. But it was Derek Scott who scored the goal for uh, Burnley, consolation goal, uh, because we lost the semi-final 3-1 on aggregate. Yeah, well, excellent. We actually didn't get any correct answers for that this week. Listeners, up your game. We want some answers to come through social media. Definitely. Yes, we will do. Um, So let's move on to the game and let's look at our friends Brighton, who we will be um, playing on Saturday. Dave, who are they? And give us some early history. Well, yeah, Brighton and Hove United Football Club was founded in uh, June of 1901 although they did change the team name to Brighton and Hove Albion before they'd actually kicked a ball at the start of their first season. 
Uh, they started off playing in the Southern League and uh, eventually, after World War One, they were invited to join the Football League in 1920. Excellent. Um, any nicknames? Uh, yeah, they're widely known as Albion, not surprisingly, and more recently as the Seagulls, or that is quite a recent one, or relatively recent. Uh, but before that, in the mid-1970s, uh, they were known as the Dolphins and even changed their club crest briefly to feature the picture of a dolphin. Excellent. What about the ground? Where do they play? What's their capacity? Uh, well, they play at the Falmer Stadium now. Um, it's currently known as the American Express Community Stadium, which is uh, for sponsorship purposes, or the Amex for short. Um, it's a fairly new stadium. It was opened in 2011, and it currently has a capacity of 30,750. Um, when the tickets went on sale, Burnley's away allocation for this weekend's match was announced as 996. Excellent. Um, what about their all-time goal scorer? Uh, not that many, actually. Uh, Tommy Cook, uh, going back quite a few years, is uh, recognised as Brighton's all-time top goal scorer. He scored 123 goals in 209 appearances between 1922 and 29. Um, he was also an accomplished cricketer. He played for Sussex and later went on to manage Albion for a season after World War II, although they did finish uh, bottom of the league in that season. He didn't uh, go on after that. Um, at this point, uh, I was going to mention Brighton's top goal scorer in matches against Burnley, but I've decided to keep that for this week's quiz question. Ooh. So we'll mention that at the end of this preview show. He little tease you, Dave. Um, heaviest Burnley defeat then? Uh, yeah, we uh, made the long trip to the south coast on Boxing Day 1992, uh, but all that distance all the way down there, I think the fixture computer wasn't being kind to us back then. Uh, we suffered a, a 3-0 defeat. And it's the only time we've lost at Brighton by a three-goal margin. What about Burnley's biggest win? Um, well, I'm actually going to. We normally do three separate ones here. We have Burnley's biggest win, Burnley's last win, and last season's meeting. And I can cover all of those together in a single answer this week because the uh, match back in February we won by three goals to one covers all three categories. Uh, you may remember that victory came with goals, uh, two goals from Chris Wood um, and a Ashley Barnes scoring a, a rare Premier League penalty in a Saturday tea time kickoff, which was broadcast live on BT Sport. I remember it well. Um, OK, well, let's let's move on then. What about their manager? Uh, yeah, the, Graham Potter was announced as uh, Brighton Hove Albion's new manager on a four-year deal back in May, um, coincidentally on his 44th birthday. He replaced Chris Hewton, who'd been in position for four and a half years prior to that. Uh, despite keeping Brighton up, it was decided that they wanted a a change and Graham Potter from Swansea is the man who's uh, who's come in. So it's early days for him. Uh, see how he gets on. Um, and while we are on the subject of managers, it's worthwhile mentioning that this Saturday's match is Sean Dyche's 312th game in charge of Burnley, which is significant because it takes him to fifth equal in Burnley's all-time list level with Stan Turnant. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. Um, I, I, I do suspect that Dutch will just go ahead at some point. Um, what about head-to-head stats then, Dave? Hit us up with some of those. Yeah, again, looking at away matches only, so our visits to Brighton. We've uh, been there 16 times. We've won four, drawn six and lost six. And for top-flight matches only, uh, away from home, there's just been the two. There's been uh, one victory, which was last season, and the season before that there was a, 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 a nil-nil draw, if you remember. Um, Brighton missed a penalty but Burnley got a, a point out of the game um, in matches played since 2011 at Brighton's new ground at Falmer including those two Premier League meetings Burnley have won two, drawn two and lost two um, as well as last season's win Burnley's other win at the Amex was on our first visit to the ground that was in December 2011 
Um, Ashley Barnes, interestingly, played for Brighton that day, and he was the second Albion player to be sent off as the home side reduced 10 men after just 12 minutes being played. Um, Burnley did win the game against uh, nine men. Uh, Kieran Trippier scored the own goal of the match to give Burnley a 1-0 win. Um, and other memorable matches uh, at Brighton, I think the, the most memorable one going back a, a couple of seasons now, is the 2-2 draw in the 2015-16 Championship title winning season. Uh, you may remember that one from a, a Michael Keane header from a corner crossing the line, but no goal being given, um, only for the same player to score from a corner a few minutes later. Uh, that, as the saying goes, was justice. Ah, indeed. <laughs> um, what about players who've played for both then, Dave? Um, yeah, well, quite a few. We've mentioned already um, Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes played for Brighton, but in terms of other names, um, Adiakin Bai. Willie Irvin, going back a few more years. Uh, Gifton Noel Williams, more recently. Uh, Eric Potts, Gary Rowell, David Smith, Sam Bokes and Stephen Ward are just some of the players who've represented Albion and Burnley since the Second World War. Excellent. And then finally, who's the man in charge? Uh, we've got Michael Oliver on uh, Saturday. He's going to be uh, the, the man in the middle. Um, Burnley have won six of the 16 past matches he's taken charge of. Um, but we've lost two and drew one of his three appointments during last season. He's quite an experienced referee. I think he's been on the list for about 10 years, um, but he's still quite young. I think he's only about 34. He did start very uh, very young. His father was a, um, a referee, and he's come through and uh, is one of our more experienced officials, despite his, uh, his tender years. Excellent. Well, if I know you well enough, Dave, and I know that I do, I don't think that's all of it. I know you've got some little golden nugget down there in the archives of Statman Dave. Why don't you hit us up with your miscellaneous stat of the week? I hope you're going to like this one. Fact of the week this week uh, goes back to February 1978. Um, Glamrockers Slade wanted some performance footage for the video for their new song, which was called Give Us a Goal. Uh, and they performed it before kick-off in a game between Brighton, Hove Albion and Burnley at the Goldstone Ground. Uh, the single flopped, but the footage is still available to see on YouTube. If you want to search it out, we may well uh, post a link somewhere out there. And it's, You don't see Burnley on it, but the uh, I was looking through. Uh, I want to credit uh, Seagull's programmes at this point, Seagull's Prog on Twitter. Uh, they've scanned hundreds of old Brighton matchday programmes to the website. I was going through there and managed to find um, details of this game. Um, going back, uh, saying that Slade had performed ahead of the Burnley match back in February 1978. So it's an interesting one. Um, a very famous group. I mean, we've had uh, Chico at Burnley. Uh, Brighton Nova Albion <laughs> managed to get Slade. I think they're uh, one up in the uh, in the stakes in terms of who they managed to get to perform. Oh, come on, Dave. You'll never, ever beat. It's Burnley time, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to forget it. <laughs> I think it's about time that we met our opposition and this week I am delighted to be joined by Aidy Packham who is from the Albion Roar um, fans radio show. Aidy, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, guys. Yeah, we're good, thanks. So, Burnley against Brighton on Saturday. How did you become a Brighton fan? Is it a locality thing or is it a doctor's club? No, no I mean, most people who support Brighton, well, actually that has changed a little bit over the years, but it's um, most of us are born and bred in Sussex. Um, I mean, you don't support Brighton for the glory, let's face it. And, um, um, <laughs> same with uh, me. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was, uh, I'm from Brighton, kind of lived here all my life. My dad took me as a, as a young eight-year-old and... Uh, and uh, 
nearly 40 years later, I haven't looked back since. Well, fantastic. I love it when we get opposition fans on who are born in the town. It's because it's, it's the same for us. You don't you don't get people from Manchester supporting Burnley. Um, can you remember, what's the first Albion-Burnley game that you remember? Can you, or certainly one that sticks out, I guess. There's been a few over the years, because, I mean, we've kind of, like, um, crossed paths quite a lot. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's probably one back at the, at the goal summer. I can't really remember too much about them, to be honest. But, I mean, the... the the one that in, in, in recent memory was one that we lost, at, which is actually at the Amex, where um, Ashley Barnes got sent off for punching one of your players. Ah, something, something's never changed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and they also um, had another player sent off as well. Uh, so we were down to, down to nine men for most of the game. Only lost one nil, and it was one of those magical games where if you know, sometimes it takes something to get the atmosphere going, but a bad ref usually gets it going. And the ref that day was absolutely appalling. Yeah. Uh, and and the Amex was absolutely rocking. I mean, we lost the game, but we it, it, we we remember it because of the atmosphere rather than the game. But um, it was uh, I mean that was when Smug Eddie was still in charge, so it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I, for some reason, Burnley Brighton games always seem to get really niggly, and I never really understand why. Um, I, I think for me, another one a little while ago, where Jerry Barton should had. If you looked at the showreel of it, there was he made five challenges in that game. Every single one of them, and I mean every single one of them, was a red card. Every yeah. single one of them, and you it was guys disgusting. loved it. <laughs> You loved it when we had Barton. That really wound you guys up for some reason. And we were just like, oh, God, I'm really sorry. Um, oh, I think... It's one of those players. I mean, it, the, the fact of the matter is he is an animal. And it's like he's, I'm sure it's fine if he's playing for you. Actually, it isn't fine if he's playing for you because he's a walking red card waiting to happen. And, you know, you, with him with him playing in your team, you, you've, you've got an, a, pretty, a very realistic chance of being down to 10 men at some point. And, you know, and that, it was... Practically assault on um, on Baron Kyle on that game. It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's, but... it's quite an interesting one, really, because he had, generally speaking, apart from the odd incident, a pretty blameless career when he came to Burnley. I think we got the best out of him. Um, I think, obviously, you must remember as well the, the, the championship season where you, ourselves, you and Borough just went head-to-head right to the end of it. I mean, it was uh, for, as fans, it was so ridiculously stressful to live through. But looking back on it, what a phenomenally exciting championship season. Yeah, I mean, the, the championship, it, it is. It can do that. And it, it's, um, it is still, basically, it's one of the, it is the most competitive league in the country everyone's beating everyone else um I've got no desire to be back in it anytime soon to be honest but <laughs> Same. It, it actually, it, it, but in terms of I, I do I do miss it because you're playing every week I mean it, it feels like we haven't played for a month um you know you're in the championship you're playing Tuesday Saturday Tuesday Saturday pretty much all throughout yeah. the season and it's you know and you actually get to go and watch your team play football it's it's, it's a novelty these days yeah, I completely agree with that. That's definitely my least favourite thing about Premier League football is just the gaps and everything that comes with it. And then especially if you have a long gap and then you get a really horrible run of fixtures where you play City away, Liverpool away and, I don't know, Leicester at home, you're like, oh, I can't remember last time I saw my team win. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, turning, I guess, to um, looking forward to the game, I mean, you... Certainly in terms of progression, what about your summer signings? How did you do in the transfer window? And I guess, who do you think is going to make the most impact for you guys? 
Um, well, out of the summer signings for us this year, it's going to be someone who's not going to be playing on Saturday because he went off on inter- in, uh, international duty and he isn't coming back anytime soon. So, um, which is uh, Leandro Trossard, who's an absolute <coughs> steal, really. Um, you don't get, um, we, I think we paid something like 15 mil for him, which is a lot of, it's, it's an awful lot of money for, for, for a club like Brighton or for a club like Burnley to pay. Um, but you know we got that's the going rate, and uh, you, you can't when you're signing players, you can't necessarily look at their price tag um, because that's what you have to pay to get a decent player these yeah, days. Yeah, true. Uh, but, he, but he was the captain of um, the championship-winning side for uh, Genk and yeah. quali- in, in Belgium this year last season. Um, and he's, he's a tremendous talent, a little bit rough around the edges. There's, there's, there's going to be a lot more to come from him, but um, but unfortunately he's going to be out Saturday, so he's a miss. Um, other new signings. Well, we don't know. I mean, we've started the season pretty much with the same personnel that's, that finished last season, but obviously with a new manager, new mentality, new tactics. Um, we're a lot more entertaining this year. Um, it, it could be one of those, one of those seasons where one week you win 5-0 and the next you lose 5-0, but yeah. it's, 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 it's never dull. Um, so we're quite we're excited about Grand Potter. We're excited about um, his brand of football and what he's actually trying to do. Um, Dan Byrne isn't a new signing. He was here last season and he was available to Chris, but he didn't actually only actually used him in in, in the cup games. So, um, but he's he started the season. We, we we've been playing three at the back, and um, Dan Byrne started. Uh, we signed Adam Webster from Bristol City as well, um, who was going to. Who, for, for, again, for quite a lot of money, but Dan's been keeping him out of the team. And in fact, it was actually Shane Duffy that got dropped, uh, against Man City last week for Webster to come in because Burns has been doing so well. Um, although we've had two goals disallowed for VAR this season, both of them probably because the, um, the eight foot when he's lying down, Dan Byrne, um, was <laughs> interfering with play somewhere. <laughs> oh God. It's going to be I mean, the the guy makes Peter Crouch look like one Franco Zola. He's nasty. He's, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, he's, but he's 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 got a great touch on him, and uh, he's actually a very decent footballer. And like, yeah, he, he's 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 certainly turned got like uh, turned into a bit of a fan's favourite already. Excellent stuff. So I guess, I mean, obviously, I was going to ask you how you were feeling under, under Graham Potter, but you've already answered that. And it sounds like you guys are, are rightly very excited about what he's going to bring. I've certainly been impressed with him the first uh, bit of the season. But I guess, what are your hopes for the season? Where do you think you can realistically can finish under him? <clears throat> well, I mean, we're under no illusions that it, to finish like 17th or higher it, is, is mm. what you're aiming for. Um, <clears throat> ideally, Higher than 13th would be the highest ever finish for us in the top division. So that's what we've got to look at realistically. But we we know um, the league we're in. We know we're going to win some. We're going to we're going to lose some. But we just need to know. We just need to get those those points on the board as soon as possible. Really. Yeah. What What about us? Where do you think, where do you think we'll finish? It's been it's been an interesting start for you. Um, our mate Ash has been uh, scoring again for you. I mean, like, yeah, uh, I love him. We, 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 there was he—he he was very, very marmite at Brighton. Personally, I absolutely loved him. Um, and of course, you got Chris Wood as well, who's with us uh, as well for for a while. Actually, we actually oh, okay, oh, I didn't know that. And, 
Yeah, we had a we had a, our forward line at the time was Glenn Murray, Ashley Barnes, and Chris Wood. Oh wow! So oh. it was, uh, <laughs> and that that was our when we won promotion out of the uh, out of League One. Ah, excellent. So, uh, so yeah, those so those, those three have got history together. Um, I think Glenn scored twenty five that season. Uh, Ash got twenty, and Wood got eighteen. So it was it was a lot. There was a lot of goals around. Yeah, those, definitely. Those. Even for the championship, that's a lot. That was that was League One. So oh, what was it? Ah, okay, League. But even still, eh, it's still a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so I mean we're. We're, we're obviously very, very, uh, we're very wary of, uh, of what Ashley can do because we know, we know what he's capable of. And, um, I mean, the game at the Amex last year was basically, uh, was played in 90 mile winds and, and like, uh, yeah, and, the and, and under six foot of water. So, you know, that's just like being in the sea, <laughs> really. Um, so, but I mean, Ash, uh, was, was very much involved in that, so we want to revenge that. But I mean, Burnley, I mean, they're a, you're a funny old side, really. We don't know what to expect from you. Um, you can be absolutely stink the place out, or you can actually um, be okay. Um, nobody wants to play you, frankly. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, to be honest. But it's it's um, it, there's, there's certainly no love lost between most teams in Burnley, that's for sure. I know, and I don't, I don't really know why, because at the end of the day, we're just trying to do what everybody's doing, and that's just survive. And unless you have the money that the top four and top six sides have, it's really, really difficult, and you've just got to find a different way. And I think, it, you know, we, we seem to have found a way that at the moment means that we can survive in this league. Whether we'll thrive in this league playing that style of football is another another matter. But certainly, all we've done is just try and make sure we, we, we can stay in the league, which is what everybody wants to do. Um, for, for sure. Yeah, so finally, um, completely appreciating that you where, where your loyalties lie, what do you think the score will be on Saturday? Um, it's a Brightly, Brightly Burnley game, probably nil-nil. Um, it's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I mean, we're, we're going to miss uh, Trossard in this one, but I think we've got other players who can step in. Um, I, I'm I'm Quietly confident another home win. I don't want to put a, a score on it because it's going to be. I think it is going to be tight, maybe one or two goals. But it's if um, we can actually play to the, the way we have been playing at home. I and mean, the last two home games, we've played very, very well um, and ended up with only a point. So we want to. We we need to be playing well and winning as well. So that's what we're hoping for on Saturday. Excellent. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us and for talking to us. It's been an absolute pleasure and all the best for the rest of the season. Many thanks. So there you go, Dave, the the Brighton fan resurrecting a few niggles there not a fan of Joey Barton obviously um but let's move away now from the preview and let's have a look at the second half of our show and that is an update with our fantasy premier league the listeners who are involved in our league we are competing for the top honor of being the winner of the known and never fantasy football league with the official premier league goals um game sorry not goals uh Dave would you want to give us some details who's our current top three um, yeah, well, we've got uh, joint first this week on 266 points um, after the round four games. 
Uh, we've got Paul Gibson with uh, Bend Me Over Backwards and Tom Mitchell's what? TT. Whoa, 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 whoa. With I'm, so, I'm sorry, what? His team name is called <laughs> Bend Me Over Backwards. We really should start censoring some of these <laughs> fantasy names, I think. <laughs> Carry on. And uh, Tom Tom Mitchum's TTRRD, which I still don't know what it stands for. Um, no, he was top, He was top last time, but he's, uh, he's joint top. So we've got uh, joint leaders. And just narrowly behind him in third place, we've got Ma- Matthew Dent, uh, his Bob Lord's Butchers team, which I think was the highest scoring team in week three. Um, is still doing well. They're moving up and they're, well, he's in, in third place on 263 points. Uh, looking down the table, it appears that Dale Warrington's Dale's Devils um, were the highest scoring team for uh, game week four uh, with a very impressive 97 points. That was the highest score in our league uh, for game week four. Excellent. Now, I'm just looking at, at where we are and um, we have 162 players in our league and I am... <clears throat> 160th. I can't. I, I just. I just forget to to deal with it during the week, and I, I don't even know who's in my team anymore. And I've not yet picked a captain. So I think um, I did warn you that um, I was going to end up coming last, and I feel like I'm going to end up coming last because I just forgot to deal with my fantasy football. Um, I'm just trying to see who is top at the moment. I'm assuming it's still Richard um, from Team None and Ever. But whereabouts are you, Matt? Uh, Matt? Why call you Matt? Because I'm looking at Matt. Dave, whereabouts are you? Uh, not much further ahead of you, but I did get more points in you last week, so I've pulled away a little bit. But it's uh, it's, it's close down the bottom. Still a long way to go, and I think uh, there's room, definitely room for improvement. Yeah. Well, certainly in terms of team no near never, George Poole is actually taken over from Richard Steele. Um, George Poole is the highest uh, ranking team no near never with, on 83, 83rd position with 215 points. I think George will be on next week's show, so um, we'll keep a look on that. Um, dream team, Dave? Uh, yeah, we didn't have any Burnley players in there, um, but in terms of the individual scorers from all the teams, uh, Leicester City's Jamie Vardy and Man City's uh, Sergio Aguero uh, both earned 16 points for their managers. Or talking about captains, they do get double that if you selected them as a captain. So uh, maybe worth trying to sacrifice some of your players and uh, and get one of those two in, or whoever's going to be the biggest scorer for uh, for this week's games. Get your crystal ball out and see who it's going to be. Excellent. Well, we're going to leave that there. Um, obviously, we're going to keep going to keep an eye on that each week to uh, see what's happening and see who's going to be on track to win that coveted none and ever trophy that doesn't exist. Um, do keep a uh, keep an eye on that, listeners, and let us know how you're getting along. That would be great to hear, and I will try and get a little bit further up the table in the coming weeks. Um, but finally, we're going to leave this week's show with our much-loved and already fan-favourite quiz question of the week. Um, Dave, what is this week's question? Let our, let our listeners know. Uh, yeah, this week's question is, and this is going back to what we mentioned earlier in the show, um, although five different Brighton players have scored two goals in matches against Burnley, uh, their top scorer in meetings between the two clubs has scored five times. Um, and he also spent part of his career playing for Burnley in the 1990s. But who is he? That's a toughie. I'm not sure I've known one answer when you've read these. Am I making them too I'm difficult? To cheat. Maybe. 
We'll see. We'll see what the reaction is to this one because nobody got it right last week. I think, Dave, you might be going too far. <laughs> but listeners, if you know the answer to Dave's quiz question of the week, then you know how to get involved. Tweet us at None and Ever, post on our Facebook page, or send our answers to podcast at net. In fact, do you know what? We should set up an email address for Dave Statman Show. Then you can send it to that. But we'll we'll deal with that later. In the meantime, podcast at net. And that is all we have time for this week it's been as ever a fun preview show my thanks go to statman dave for just an incredible amount of hard work that he puts in to this show to make it so much fun and it's already turned into a real fan favorite so dave thank you very very much um we will be back on Tuesday um, going over a fantastic win away at Brighton, which I'm sure that will be, and to analyse everything that's happened during the week. So you can catch us through your usual podcast provider on Tuesday. Um, and then Dave and I will be back next Friday to preview Norwich at home. So have a great week. Godspeed to all travelling clarets on the way down to the Amex at the weekend. Have a safe journey and bring back those three points. Um, this has been the preview show brought to you by the Known and Never podcast. Podcast. Until next time. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.